So it was a tough week, and some people described it as a cluster of a week, uh, with doubts about our processes regarding dealing with COVID-19 emerging. And it started with that bizarre story that a lot of us had trouble believing certain details of, of the two women who had come back to New Zealand and weren't properly tested. There was the bizarre road trip on the one tank of gas, and I'm sure you've heard the rest. Uh, But what does this mean to our confidence in our processes to keep us safe from COVID-19. And joining us now is Professor Michael Baker, epidemiologist from Otago University. Good afternoon. Kia ora. G'day, Michael. So with all the revelations that came out over the last week, um, you know, to do with people mixing from at the wrong stages of quarantine and the funerals that were being tended, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera how concerned have you been? Well, of course, I'm very concerned um, because this is our critical barrier uh, against the pandemic, uh, since New Zealand has eliminated it, um, but obviously we've got to keep it out. That means that our protocols have got to be very, have got to be very good, and also they've been they have to be applied very consistently. So, what does it mean, um, um, Professor Sir David Skegg was concerned in particular about the numbers of early release and the fact that we don't even know how many of those say 200 people were or were not tested. Do we have that information, and how concerned about you are you about those early releases? Well, it is concerning if they weren't tested. Um, so um, the hope is, of course, that, that they none of them were infected, and they haven't gone on and infected anyone in New Zealand. Um, so obviously we have to wait a little while to be certain of that. Um, it's unlikely, but it could have happened. Should we know those numbers? I think so, yes. And do you think, once we know those numbers, are those people being contacted, do you think, to, to be tested uh, subsequently just to see if there are any remnants yeah. of viruses? Or Well, that's something you really need to ask the Ministry of Health. I, I don't know anything about them, those people, um, when they were released and what stage of their quarantine. What's your understanding of, talking about processes, the processes now for New Zealanders who are still coming back home, uh, the repatriated flights, so they, they arrive... They're tested, they're quarantined. Who is actually making sure that they aren't breaking any of the rules of the quarantine? Yeah, well, these are really important questions. Now, I think the process or the protocols are very sound. I mean, 14 days quarantine is enough. Um, If someone's infected with the virus, even if they don't have symptoms, they would have cleared the infection over that period. So on its own, that is good. The testing is an added extra feature, and that means that early on you know if someone is, in, is infected and they can go into an additional, a different location where they're going to have even more intense scrutiny. Um, and the final test at 12 days, again, gives you more certainty that, that the person hasn't somehow been cross-infected in that environment. So I think the protocol is good. I think that the main challenge is uh, we've got over 3,000 people in quarantine, the numbers are going to go up, uh, and then that just increases the chances that mistakes get made. Are you confident that the wake-up call that we've all had has made a big difference to not only having those protocols, but seeing that they are actually now being followed? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I think that there's so many, you can see from the government's response, additional ministerial scrutiny, um, additional staff to oversee the process. Um, So, in some ways, that this is the wake-up call we really needed. I mean, it's 
painful and obviously it has slightly damaged New Zealand's reputation. But I think um, that's, the, I guess, the positive side of it. How likely is it that the three and a half weeks where we didn't have any cases was slightly inaccurate? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a strange um, thing because um, the, the, if it's properly run, the two weeks quarantine is okay. The testing is an extra, remember, during that period. But the weird thing is it means that if you test those people, you will find people who are positive. So it looks like every week now we may find one or two or more people who are positive simply because you've got 3,000 plus people in quarantine. So this is the, one of the strange things about the way numbers are recorded internationally is that we're just going to get this ongoing trickle of cases in New Zealand every single week going forward. And it might look to someone who didn't understand what the numbers meant yeah. that we had not eliminated the virus. We actually have eliminated it. And the strange thing is that finding positive people in, in quarantine is actually a good sign because it means the system's working well. So I guess the question would be, how, what chance do you think there is that the 200 or so people who were released early without a test, what chance is that that's going to bite us in the backside in the coming weeks? And, and, and that we actually have, without knowing it right now, invited the virus back in? I, d I don't know anything about the timing of their release. I mean, I, they would have been quarantined, I assume, for a period. And I don't know... Um, and they say early release, what that actually means. Well, it's, uh, seven days or, or between seven and 14 days it was. Okay. Well, then there is a slight risk and um, it does depend on, I don't know, again, the timing of those cases and how much follow-up is done. But, yeah, no, of course, the reason it's 14 days is that is just above the maximum incubation period for this infection. One final question. How likely is it that we'll stay at level one as opposed to go back to level two or three or four? Well, I think if we can prevent outbreaks, we can stay at level one indefinitely. Um, there's no reason not to if we have no transmission in New Zealand. I mean, the concern is if um, you saw a case that was connected with one of these um, people who've come through quarantine, that would be a problem. But what would be really alarming is if you saw a case that had no connection with mm. someone who'd been through quarantine, then you, you'd be concerned about community transmission again and that's more like the kind of problem they've got in Beijing at the moment. Just to squeeze... New are very, we're very far away from, from that situation. We have no outbreaks in New Zealand. Yeah. Just, to, just to squeeze in a, a final question, sorry. Um, the final, Ahead final. of that other final, final question. <laughs> this is the final um, you know, There's a lot of talk about <laughs> again, gold, again. gold standard contact tracing. Um, from what you know, do we have it or are we about to find out? I think it's um, it's a, a good standard. It hasn't it hasn't fortunately it hasn't been tested, if you like, in a really major outbreak. And I know that it's it's got the capacity to expand to to following up hundreds of cases in, in a day if we got a really large outbreak. But in some ways, we won't know if it's got that capacity until it is tested. I understand that there is some exercises being done where it's being put for its paces. So hopefully, I mean, that's what you have to do if you haven't got an outbreak. You have to test the systems over and over again to make sure they're fit for purpose.